This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now hosts of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha! It is candidly Keisha time yet again, and I am calling in from Los Angeles. I have made it out of the Big Brother house, back to Ella. She's having a booby buffet, all is well in the world. (laughs) Booby buffet. And in the studio, I have two of my good friends, of course, Mo, y'all know Mo, Manietta Shaw, who I didn't know until this whole Big Brother thing came out is a Big Brother, like, super fan. Like, seriously. And then... Like, seriously. Oh, my gosh. And then, of course, my friend, Tracy Nicole. So, hey, guys. I miss hey. you. Hey, we miss you, too. Come back. I yes. miss you, too, James. Don't you miss me every week? Yes, miss you tons. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. <laughs> so, tell me. I know it's kind of interesting because, you know, this is a unique interview because every other interview that I've done, A, I, it's not been, it's, it's like weird being reverse interviewed by your friends on your own show, and, um, yeah, so what questions y'all got? This is the uncensored, no holds bars. I'm going to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. So oh, let do goodness, it. I'm scared. Um, okay, so this is Mo. Mm-hmm. Being a huge Big Brother fan, like, I just mm-hmm. want to know, like, overall like what were you thinking when you walked into this house and you knew that like you're stuck there like for possibly a month like what was going through your head and you're being recorded i know you are private so they're recording you all day i'm like what "What in the hell did i sign up for like i'm not gonna lie like when it came because i was like oh this could be fun you know i need to get back to work and you know, I've been off for all this time. It's a good time. You know, Ella's finally a year. You know, what have you. So I'm walking into this house. And the other thing that people don't realize is we were in the house probably a good week to a week and a half before it went live oh. and before the first show ever aired. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So it wasn't like, you know, it, so that's first and foremost. Oh, wow. Things I did not think about. Mm-hmm. I never thought to ask if there would be windows. There are no windows. So the whole time, you don't see the sun. The only, we didn't have access to the backyard, only like a little small kind of patio area that they made for us that was covered. So even with that, it was like you really never saw daylight, which you don't think, you really don't, you kind of underestimate like the depletion of vitamin D and different things like that, that, you know, you just don't think about that. Like, cause it, you take for granted the fact that you're going to wake up and be able to look out the window, see the sun, see the sun, see the, you know, 
like in my case right now, like look at the mountains, look at the trees. But that wasn't the case. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There's only one clock in the Big Brother house. And it's like, there were two. There's one on the stove and like the microwave in the kitchen. So you're in this like time warp where you don't really know what time. It's easy to kind of start forgetting what day it is. You're not seeing the sun rise and set. There's this one bathroom for all these people. And I was one of the last groups to come into the house. I was not one of, I was part of the last group who entered the house. So luckily everyone did have a bed. But I ended up in the hallway room that had no door. Oh, oh no. Hell no. So it's three beds in the room, and they're like literally the beds are maybe 12 inches apart from each other. So like there's just enough room between the beds to walk between the beds. You know what I mean? And get in. Oh, wow. So you're in this hallway room with these strangers. But the other thing about it is it wasn't as like a a complete shock for me because, I mean, I've been to college. I've stayed in dorm. I've pledged. I've, you know, I've been in communal situations before. Right. So, I, in that instance, it wasn't like, oh, my God, all these people. And, you know, I have a big family. We're always together. So, that wasn't as bad. But something else, you don't turn the lights on and off. The only room you can turn your lights on and off are the HOH suite. Everything else, the lights stay on all day long. And they do not go off until everyone settles. Meaning, you have to get the rest of these people to get in their beds or to lay down for them to turn the lights off. So there were many nights where the lights did not go off until 3, 2, 3 a.m. Oh, no. No matter how tired you are. Oh, my goodness, Keish. Yeah, you're G. And then they wake you up at the same time and turn the lights on. And they're like, good morning, house guests. It's time to wake up. And then it's just, it's crying. <laughs> and then when you're in the hallway room, right, where I was, uh-huh. first of all, it was between two snorers, Chuck and Meta. Cray. <laughs> so a couple of nights, I just had to, like, luckily I was the HOH, and I was in the HOH suite for, like, a nice stint. So it wasn't too bad. Good. But the hallway room, the benefit, though, to the hallway room is you, because you don't have a door and it's, like, the way it's situated in the house, you can hear conversations all over. Like, you can see people walking forward. You can see when people go into rooms. You know, you can hear when people are whispering. So it gives you a lot of insight into the game. But there's never, like, darkness, even at night, because they keep the lights on in the rest of the house. So you can still see light even when you're in your bed. Wow. Oh, so yes, did I give does that too much? Uh, no, you're that's perfect. I feel like I was in the Big Brother house. Thank you. So I have a question. <laughs> yes, Tracy. Um, what was this? Is a broad question. What was the most shocking thing, unexpected thing, outside of what you just talked about? Like something that just was that totally blew you away. Um. Let's see. Okay, you may have heard on the live feed a joke about Meta. Meta busted, like, what night? I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this. Bless his heart. (laughs) No, I love Meta. Let me just start with that. Meta is 100, a billion percent exactly who he is. So, basically, the Big Brother house is built within, like, a soundstage. So, like, literally, right on the outside of the doors when you walk out, you literally walk onto the Big Brother stage, like, where you come in and where you're eliminated and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, there's every, there are all of these, like, plexiglass that look like mirrors all through the house. 
and there were microphones all through the house. So, <laughs> but behind those things are all cameras, right? But, you know, for safety reasons, they have to have, like, exits, emergency exits. That Bottom line is Meta bust out the emergency exit, right? <laughs> I cried because he was, the emergency oh, I don't know, like, I'm not going to go anymore. He mm-hmm. bust out and just know that it was hilarious and it was straight comedy. <laughs> I mean, he came back in, but, yes, crazy. He oh didn't, I don't know. He didn't. I don't think he knew that it would open or that he could go. It was hilarious. I probably that gave me comic relief. The thought of Meta busting out that door for days, like days. I, and the joke was, "Hey Meta, when you run out, can you get us some in and out and bring it back?" <laughs> hey Meta, <laughs> we need this. Can you go grab it for us? Meta. That became like a running house joke. Oh my goodness! He said, "Forget this. Meta. Enough is enough." Right. We're going to come in and better have tacos and be like, had gone to damn uh, taco spot. Man, you went to the taco truck. Come on, bring us some tacos. Come back. I love him. That's awesome. So I'll tell you what I was shocked about. (laughs) As if we asked. No, (laughs) What were you talking about? I had to do a double take when I turned it on and you were doing Amarosa's hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you, and my mom and I were joking about this today, you know, everyone was really shocked that me and Omarosa, it's actually Omarosa, but me and Omarosa actually got along. She, quite frankly, was the last person that I thought I would ever in a million years find commonality with. Yeah. Um, But I did. But I really, really did go into the house, like, listen, I'm going to have an open mind. I'm going to allow people to show me who they are. And I'm going to believe them when they show me who they are. But I'm, I want to give everyone that opportunity for me not to have any judgment or preconceived notions about them. Because, you know, we're in a u- unique situation with this big brother because normally when it's everyday people, mm-hmm. you know, you have no clue. You don't know them from Adam. Right. But when they're celebrities, even if they aren't people that you met personally, you've seen their work, you've seen things that they've been in, so you've had the opportunity to form opinion about people. You know, whether it's right or wrong, right. people form opinions based yeah. on the experiences, how they've experienced you. So mm-hmm. when Omarosa came on that stage and did that twirl, mm-hmm. I don't know if the camera caught my face, but I was like, <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, I saw you. got to be kidding me. <laughs> so, you know, there was one funny part where, I don't know if you all saw it, but I know it was on the live feed because my mom saw it and thought it was hilarious. I was like, you know, listen, you need to hear me. I said, I'm just letting you know. I was like, if you aren't telling the truth and you aren't being upfront and honest with me, I was like, you understand that it's really going to be a problem. Like, black people really going to be mad. Just know that <laughs> if you remain honest. So it was just kind of a funny moment. And, you know, as I got to know her and, you know, I just was like, I'm grateful that I trusted my instincts despite what her persona had been. Yeah. Because when it came down to it, she was the most loyal person to me in the house. And I saw on your exit interview, because I was wondering, like, how did that happen? But when you spoke those words, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, because it happens. You know, you have this preconceived notion of a person and, you know, it's not really who they are under different circumstances, yeah. you know, but... Right. And yeah. I mean, we even, you know, she's a pastor's wife now. She, mm-hmm. you know, and I was looking, I was like, she got too much to lose. Yeah. I was people, like, people change you can't, and this, you can't, people change. And yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah. Everyone has a journey. Yeah. Everyone has, you know, possibly done things that looking back, they're like, okay, now I've evolved and grown into a new 
space in my life, and that's not how I would have done it before. Amen. Well, mm-hmm. I, that's not how I would have do it now if I had right. it to do over again. Yeah. But you also have to embrace all of that because that is part of your journey, yeah. and that is part of what makes you you and creates, you know, who you are today. Yeah. So, but it was interesting, girl. I was like, if you if you could have paid me a million bucks to think I would have been friends with all of them, <laughs> but, you know, she was definitely, yeah, when I'm looking at her, when we being able to recite the same little Kim lyrics or salt and pepper oh, or whoever shit. or bust out, and it was like things that would happen that, you know, like, for instance, because her middle name is Oni, and a lot of people don't, well, her first name is like Omarosa, because she's She's, um, her family's Nigerian, <clears throat> so we called her Oni Love, like as a tone of term of endearment. So one time I looked at her, and out of nowhere, we both bust out, Oni, in the middle, where you at? In the middle, <laughs> Oni, like, you know, like different funny things like that that may not have been caught on camera. Or us, like, my mic sounds nice, check hey. one. Like, we would just bust right. out and stuff like that, that I was like, okay, I could fool with you. Right, right. You my peoples. You my people. Yeah, you my people. <laughs> now, Ke- Keisha, I got to ask you about, uh, this is James, about Shannon Elizabeth. Uh-huh. I was going to ask him that. Ask her that, James. Come well, on. I, I met her. Had no, dinner, y'all both asked me. Had Go dinner ahead. back in the 90s with her. You know, I've been running the studio circle forever, and one of my uh, good friends who's a writer and owned a studio in town, his cousin was married to her. And I remember having mm-hmm. dinner with her in the uh, 90s. You have more yeah. insight than I do, but I'm ready for this one, uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, I just remember. I mean, this was all around the American Pie time, like, after that. And, um, I mean, she was cool and all, but she mm-hmm. it was like, I just remember he had all this trouble, like, getting the greens and the food that was right under the right moon and just kind of oh, wow. just some real, like, special type stuff. Um, yeah, she's a little different. She's definitely like that. She's definitely, like, very vegan and save the planet and yeah. you know all there's nothing wrong with that just, yeah yeah but there's nothing wrong with that but it's just really interesting to me that someone can tr- you know be so holistic and so about you know the cause and effect of things and how it affects the earth and the environment and be shady not right it's <laughs> shady. like i don't understand how that doesn't transcend to how you treat people like if you're going to treat your environment and animals with such a loving caring hand how can you rationalize for it to be okay to not treat people with that same kind, loving spirit? And I get it's a game, and a lot of people, yeah, you know, they make excuses for the behavior mm-hmm. because it's, it's a, a game. game. And this is one yeah. thing that I said to everyone in the house. I said, yeah, this is a game. And yes, you may do things that you feel may help your game, but understand that that does not absolve you from the consequences of those decisions. Mm. You know, you have to keep it in greater perspective. You make a choice, and just because you make a choice in this game that is good for your game doesn't mean that I have to be okay with how you treated me as a result of that choice. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And people don't get that, and I, and I was clear about it. I was like, you know, at the end of the day, who I am as a woman and as a person will never, ever foreshadow a game mm-hmm. because how you play games is also indicative of who you are as a person. Yeah. Yes. You had to preach, girl. <laughs> wow. But, you know, it was really interesting to me because, you know, I know she's an actress and I know she feels probably like, oh, well, I'm, you know, doing my thing and I'm acting and I don't want to be judgmental of her. But, you know, I can only speak to the actions and what she has. I can be an observer of what she's given me to work with. And she just has and what she's given me to work with in this experience, you know, hasn't been that great. 
Um, and it was interesting to me because at one point, you know, in the show, I don't know what part was shown, but she kind of was really upset because she had a really bad experience um, in on Dancing with the Stars. And she was like, you know, they made me look like this horrible person. And, you know, they made me look like the villain. And now in hindsight, I'm kind of like, well, how did you contribute to their ability to make you look like that? Um. Because, you know, if you behave in a certain manner, even like in this game, if your if your if your desire was to show the world a different side of you, how do you feel this is helping you do that? Because right. I didn't. Mm. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. But I, that's why when I left, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm you about blew to blow up this the game spot. Up. Blew up the spot. That's what I was going to ask you about. Like, what made you come to that decision of blowing up Shannon's spot? But you basically just, you know just said it. Yeah, I know. You were like, listen, before you I know me, I was like, you know, they kept trying to paint me as the shady one that mm-hmm. I had lied, that I had done this thing. Meanwhile, you know, back on the ranch, they had all types of side deals and all this going on. And the reality is that I wanted to keep Chuck just because I genuinely liked Chuck and yeah. I liked his authenticity. Yeah, and I never had to like make it. a deal with Chuck because he and my, like he was never going to go home because mm-hmm. they didn't tell me. Right. So there was no, it didn't even make sense for me to make a deal with him. Right. I simply talked to him as HOH and was like, listen, when you're HOH, for those who don't know, you do not have the ability to compete in the next HOH competition. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So and you- he was supposed to, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you came as across as very direct and yeah. uh, more like a leader. Yeah. And a lot of times people are intimidated by that. And I think the people that had the biggest reaction of, I guess, trying to throw you under the bus, it was because they were doing so much shady stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I.e. Shannon. Shady bunch. <laughs> the shady right. bunch. Shady. I'm trying to be, yeah, shady, shady. So it's the truth. Like people deflect onto you. I feel like what they're doing and who they are. Yeah. So, every time they walked into a different room, they were a different person. Yeah. Like uh-huh. that Ross. Oh, and yeah. let me tell you this. Oh yeah. Go game. ahead. He I is was playing, playing it. Ross, <laughs> lie. I but playing. I had kind of figured that he was kind of playing both sides a little bit. Definitely. Um, yeah. I, be, I figured that part out. Yeah. Being yeah. a big brother, super fan. Um, James know this, you have to, well, they seem to make it longer when you kind of either float or play both sides, which is effed up, you know, but hey, it's right. When, right yeah. When you, especially yeah. when you win competitions oh, and yeah. you come off strong, then like you're the target. Like Shannon. Yeah. You know? She's, you, I was yeah. like, why would she go so hard? They're about to get her butt out of here. Like, why the hell would she spill a 16 band little? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> never, has like, that been done, James? We had already, I don't think I, we had already um, talked about it. I was like, why? And she was coming across like, I have to be perfect. I have to win everything. And I'm yeah, like, like, she the girl, first person that need to go then. They about to get you. Right? I was like, where'd she get all them letters from? I still got questions about that. <laughs> about what? Where'd she get all them letters from? <laughs> Somebody was helping her get those letters. Listen, <laughs> it was so hard. That game I was saw so how hard. hard it was. Oh my! That you can barely see. So you can barely nasty. breathe, and she got five hundred letters. <laughs> oh my god! And spelled I mean, it correctly. Like, and then she went back after I looked at her work because I, if you notice at the end, I don't know how they edited it. I was standing up at the top uh-huh. because I was surveying everyone's words to see where we were mm-hmm. because our agreement was if one of us wins because we know what we're going to do then we can kind of pull back right so exactly. I stopped so that I could see because I knew the people we had to make sure of were Mark 
and we're James. Uh-huh. And so we just needed to make sure that ne- neither of them beat one of us. Right. Because we knew if Chuck got it, James is our target. If mm-hmm. Chuck got it, it would behoove us because he would save himself. Right. If me, Shannon, or Ari got it, we would keep things as it is but still vote James out. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or I came up with the idea because I felt like her and him and Shannon, Mark and Shannon were kind of in cahoots. So that's why I was like, I think we should put Mark up to teach him a lesson just to see how she would respond to that. And it showed that they were. Mm -hmm. So when I got up to survey, I looked to my right. Mark had just closed his. He only had a four-letter word. I looked, Shannon had all these. I was like, okay, we're good here. James (laughs) had no word. And then Chuck had, I could tell, like, maybe five, six, somewhere in there, letter word. So I was like, okay, Shannon has this, like, already, like, a 13-letter word at that point. So she looked at me and was like, is it spelled right? So I'm looking at it, but they called us because they were like, you can't help each other. So I just kind of looked. And it was spelled right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I pulled back because I didn't, I didn't answer because I didn't want us to get disqualified. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm good. Let me just make sure I spell a word. So... And I was trying to just extend the letters I had because my whole my strategy was to get a word in there, then keep going back that I could right. do a bigger I word. But yeah. I knew I didn't want to be last. I needed to, to at least spell a word. Right. So with like to me. twenty seconds left, right? This fool Shannon goes back in the pit to add three letters to the end of her. I was like, oh god, what wow. are you doing? She's a beast. Stop. <laughs> She killed it. She crushed it. Oh, I'm not going to lie. definitely did. I was just like, yeah. if they keep her in there. It's a horrible there, idea. Yeah. If they keep her in there, she's definitely going to Well, they would have loved her if she wasn't shady. Yeah. But, I mean. <laughs> right. Eh. Because, yeah, I mean, it's like, one. understand, no one's no one's hating on her because she was great. Oh, no. Nobody's hating on her because she was great. It has everything to do with how she behaved as a person. And even with that, like, my biggest disappointment in Shannon, or just in the situation, I'll say, I won't just put it all on Shannon, but I hated that as women, it was such a powerful statement for us to be able to come together and have the first successful female alliance. And so many many people, you know, have been like, (laughs) oh, well, is that a testament to women not being able to work together and do this when I've been doing interviews? And I'm like, absolutely not. I said, unfortunately, it hasn't been seen on TV, but it does exist in life. Because yeah. I even pulled my, I said, I have my girlfriends. We are thick as thieves. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. and yeah. I have girlfriends who I've been friends with for, you know, 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it does That's exist. True. Don't exists. don't allow people to tell you that women can't stick together because I have so many examples yeah. of that in my life. Absolutely. And the, so the thing about it, you have that because of the good friend that you are. Exactly. And so when people question that, they really have to look at themselves. Mm-hmm. How do you treat people? Exactly. Are you a really good friend? Yeah, you have to be that in order to have that, receive that. Yeah. And it's not that you do it to receive, but, you know... You got to show up. And then some people were like, well, do you regret the way you behaved? Or you, you, do you regret that you pay, played an ethical game? And I say no, because, yes, you know, you the way I treat people, that's my karma. The mm-hmm. way you behave, that's yours. Yeah. Yeah, it's your the, shit don't have to do rule. with me. Yeah. It's the golden Absolutely. rule. I was raised on the golden rule. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not doing anything to receive. It's treating someone how you would want to be treated. Exactly. And you actually have to have a conscience to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And some people don't have one. At all. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I would I would love to say how great of a friend Keisha is. Oh yes, to tune in and see my girl wearing my clothes. Oh yeah, because woo, she woo. wanted to, because she wanted to yeah. support her friend. I That's mean, so awesome. girl, I had all my friend stuff in there. I had Shayla's. Oh my goodness, 
herbal bar lotion. Aww. I had my hairdresser's Lynn Marie styles, but Lynn Marie, my hair care stuff was that. I love it. I had, I'm trying to think what else. I had Keisha's Kitchen Spices in there cooking for everybody. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. What else did I have? I had, I had Arian Biel Organics. When I did, when I was doing my hair curly and sweet that night, I was using oh, it was that. Oh, so cute. I too. was like, uh-uh. All my friends stuff, I'm making sure that that's who I represent. Camp Kizzy, I want my Camp Kizzy shirt. Oh, yeah, shirt, I saw that. Yeah, shirt, I saw the Camp Kizzy shirt. My Barack Obama shirt that's a million years old. <laughs> I was like. And that's huge. Nope. Keisha, yeah. that is huge. It and, is. And the reason it's so big, because so many people only think about themselves. Themselves, yes. And literally, it takes nothing away from you. Nothing at all. To, mm-hmm. to, to and that, thank you for saying that. Yeah, that real. is the essence of black girl magic. Yes, People missed the point. They were like, oh, black girl magic didn't last. Black girl magic was at its fullest. The fact that me and Omarosa could be sitting at the block, holding hands, her advocating on my behalf yeah. because of what my child needs. Yeah. That's the example that I want to set for my daughter, mm-hmm. your daughters, mm-hmm. and the world. And you know, you can have brown girl magic, all types of magic, but there is absolutely nothing wrong with having black girl magic because that's who I am. Yes. yes well, my friend, you are very strong yes. because to be away from your baby mm-hmm. that long. Oh, my God. <sighs> yes. I was wondering what you and were going to do when she was like saying, what do you want me to do? Are you going to you want to stay? Because she clearly um, what's her name again? I, I like her. I forgot her Brandy. name. Brandy. Um, oh yeah, I'll tell you another story. No, the um, about that the um, the one that's Marissa. Yes, Marissa. Yes, I'm like, oh, and Keisha's about to stay in the house. Then I'm like, Ella. No, no, no. I'm like, Ella, Honestly, oh. I had to put. It wasn't a game at that point. Yeah, exactly. I had to that's do what, what was, was like, right yeah. for my baby. No, absolutely. Because, and I was very clear. I thought about it, and I was like, these are the same people who completely flipped on me last mm-hmm. week. Exactly. Like, yeah, they're gonna do it again. That does not mean anything. Yeah. And this isn't a game risk. This yeah. is my child, exactly. and I didn't have you know, another however many days before my milk was going to be completely depleted. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. They're like, well, why did you go in the house in the first place? I'm a working mom. Hello. I have to work. work. Yeah. And this was an opportunity that came about. You're a working single mom. It was a great opportunity. I'm a working single mom. And I felt it was a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I had put every safeguard in place to make it the best, you know, from making sure, you know, my mom, you know, my mom is, always with us yeah. so my mom has been with Ella every day since she's been born just as I have mm-hmm. so I made sure that we had to be in LA Ella was literally probably a mile away from me in the big brother house I, I knew and that. they were very clear <laughs> yeah. if anything goes down I'm out this beach mm-hmm. if, if, if <laughs> Ella needs me I don't I'm back I need right. close literally I was I said okay I'm gonna pump I was pumping breast milk every day, and every day they were transporting it to Ella. Mm-hmm. But literally, I went from like four, plus four, a minimum of four bags of breast milk, four to six bags of breast milk a day yeah. to two, and I was struggling with the two. Oh, yeah, because it's not there. I, yeah. 
Because I didn't think I didn't think about how mm-hmm. stressful, how not seeing sun, how all these things would contribute to it my breast milk. Oh, I have absolutely everything to ensure my, my baby was okay. Mm-hmm. But when that plan began to fail me, I was like, "Nope, it's time to go." No, I absolutely knew it. I was I saw you talking to them, being stern. You're like, I'm like, oh yeah, right. She's but this it, is the thing that go. people are forgetting mm-hmm. is that I was on the block. Like, it oh, wasn't yeah. like I was like, hey, I need to go home now because of my baby. Hey, my Oh, no, you were right about here. to, yeah. <laughs> it was, y'all are about, y'all betrayed me. Yep. Y'all threw me under the bus and mm-hmm. y'all are about to send me home. Mm-hmm. Now, because it behooves you to keep me. Exactly. You want now, you know, because up until like the day of, mm-hmm. I was still fighting to stay. And I honestly had had the vote to stay. Mm-hmm. But I said at the last minute when everything, when my breast milk kept declining and then my breast pump broke that day, I was oh, like, okay, yeah. God, I'm, I see the signs. Yeah, like I, I hear you. Signs. I hear yes. you. I'm listening. It's time for me to go. So that's what people don't understand. It wasn't like I was like, please put me on the block because I need oh, no, my baby. Oh, sure. no, for sure. Y'all no. had put me on the block <laughs> and betrayed me already. Exactly. Right. It, was, exactly. it already happened. Exactly. Yes. I commend you for that, Keish. Like, you're such an amazing person, a phenomenal mother. Like, that decision right there is what life is all about. Seriously. You're, mm-hmm. you're awesome. True class act, friend. Thank you, boo. And I don't regret my decision. I don't regret my decision to go on Celebrity with Brother. I don't regret my decision to know when it was when Ella needed me and to be there for my baby because you can put all the plans in place and, you know, things change and you have to be present in the moment and go with the flow of what's best at that time. And I feel like that's what I did. And I've gotten, I just want to say thank you so much because, I appreciate all of the love and all of the well wishes. Even if I can't respond personally on social media, I want to send out this thank you to every nursing mom who has sent me a thank you for representing for us. Because there are a lot of people oh. who are like, your child is one year old. Why are you still breastfeeding yeah. anyway? You should need your baby. Mm. Look, this is, my, people. This, exactly. this is my child. Exactly. You do it how you do it. Let me do it how I do it. Ma'am. Exactly. I'm not <laughs> telling you what you should do with exactly. your child. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, as a mom, people need, I appreciate the love that has been sent back to me mm-hmm. of moms who are still nursing, who, you know, have older children, because it is a little taboo. People feel like, oh, you nurse three, six months, maybe nine months, like the longest. Mm-hmm. But there are people who go until two and three years old. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that I'm definitely going to do that. I'm going to do what my daughter needs and what's best for her. And as long as she still wants to nurse and I'm still producing milk, you know, we'll see. She may turn around in a month and be like, yeah, mom, I'm cool. Yeah, okay. and, if that, and that's okay, too. Or she may be five lifting up your shirt. Like, oh, I'm all right. <laughs> You're so silly. Mama, Maybe. give me some. Give me Maybe a blue. Give me Did it. In complete sentences. It has been. And all you can eat, booby snack buffet since I've gotten home. She was like, Come on, Mama, let's walk in the bathroom. My boobies are back. Exactly. Yo, y'all are silly. <laughs> no, I, I saw a guy in the restaurant at 11 o'clock at night. In fact, there was raw sushi. Oh. Uh-huh. You know, so it kind of is like clubby type yeah. restaurant right. with a two-year-old. What? And it was 11 o'clock. Wait, what did they do that? And they were still there, kicking it. No. With the music playing. The drinking coffee. And I was like, you got the baby drinking in the bar? coffee, right? You got the baby in the bar, and nobody's saying anything. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. 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 
It's funny what people decide to speak up about. Exactly. That was the whole point. (laughs) Right. That's true. At the end of the day, yeah, people are entitled to their opinion. But I feel like as women, we have to stick together and we have to support one another. And we have to allow people to live their truth. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not our truth, it's not for us to judge. But it's for us to accept and empower one another to be our authentic selves because I'm sorry, no two women are alike and no two people are alike. And this isn't a cookie cutter society. Like with Kent Kizzy, like I tell my girls, why, you know, are you trying to be a worthless copy when you were born a priceless original? And we have to empower one another to speak our truth and be our priceless original selves at every turn and to celebrate it. Yes. Yes. We got work to do. Yes, we do. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We got some work to do, ladies. Work. But overall, I'm proud of, you know, having taken up the opportunity and maintaining even through the chaos and the craziness, you know, being my authentic self. And that's why I was like, it's too much. It's too exhausting, especially in this kind of environment to try to be anyone else. That's why you saw me walking around in my favorite sweatpants. And, right, <laughs> you know, I didn't try to, you know, go and put on and put on these pajamas or right. I don't wear pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But y'all have any final questions? Names, modes, trace. So, would you do it again if Hell it was no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Um, what I would say is this: Ella would definitely have to be a whole lot older. Okay. And but even then, I don't know if I would because you know she, of course, missed me so much. Mm-hmm. And when I came back. You know, I just made a promise to her that, you know, I didn't know how all this would unfold. And there were certain things that, you know, not to get into specifics, Mm -hmm. that we thought we were going to be able to do that we weren't in the end able to do, Uh. you know, in terms of facilitating not only Ella being close, but even possibly being able to breastfeed her on site, you know, a schedule. But that did not happen. But And I was already locked in at this point. Right. So... You know, in the future, you know, the good thing about what I do, whether I'm an actress, what, you know, while I'm on set, whether it's a speaking engagement, mm-hmm. that she will be able to be with me. Exactly. And yeah. that's the difference with this that did not happen that we were working to make happen. Right. But also I had to pick because I knew it wasn't for her to be in that environment with mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. Or not just with those people, but just that wasn't the environment for a child. Right. But I did everything in my pos- in my ability to ensure that she was taken care of <clears throat> right but and, and you had you know, to learn a couple of things the hard way and that's i had expected. to learn a yeah. couple of things the to, hard way yeah yeah and i will never ever in life be separated you know from my child in a space where i can't talk to her see her and or communicate with her in some form or fashion every single day girl yeah you you are so strong for that because yeah oh no <laughs> you a G. I had to like when I tell yeah. you I had to go into mentality. I felt like I was that I was like mind over matter. Yes. mind over matter. Yeah. Yes, has that check cash? Oh, okay. Coinage, coinage. Keisha, I have I have one question. Uh, when you were in there, um, did you uh, get any numbers or get any numbers from production for people to do some uh, interviews with some of the folks you're in for the podcast? Oh, that's good. Yes. Oh, thank you, Jim. So um, I'm definitely, I asked everyone about doing my podcast. So I'm sure I'll be able to get Omarosa to do it. Um, And they're still in there. So it's not until they're done will we be able to talk to them. But yes, candidly, Keisha, 
Um, we'll definitely have some of the house guests come on and share their individual experiences. Because the one unique thing about this is, you know, everyone will have such a very diverse and different experience. Right. Yep. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm and sure. I'm interested just to hear other people like what was going through their head and their perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I think it would be so good, to, to, to all those point of views and stuff, because uh, everybody sees it different and what people yeah. actually see on TV from all that filming. You know, you just don't know, being in the house, like what they actually showed and what they didn't show. Like, I didn't know my mom was watching the live feed. I didn't know y'all were watching. Like, cause I was like, my mom did. She ain't one. So, like, your mom, mom told like, me about it. <laughs> I was like, mom. And then the other thing is you don't know which cameras are working. Exactly. Like, you know they're all it's working, so but you don't know which you don't know. You're such in this bubble yeah. that I didn't know what y'all were seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter Hi, had baby. the alarm set yeah. for when the live feed went live. Aww. And it was really just being nosy. Yeah, that's it. People <laughs> like a voyeur, like, and it was like, go to that camera. Go to that camera. <laughs> it's so funny. How Do we have some? How is Brandy? Hi, baby. Okay, this one right here is not letting me out of her sight. She is like, Hi, Ella. Okay. Well, Keish, I had one more question, but go spend time with Ella. That's what I have Oh, was that the answer? <laughs> she just licked the phone and she like uh, tried to kiss the phone and said, "Hi." She, I don't know if you're like, That is so cute. There you are. Hey, yeah, she is like so clingy to me. Oh, she is goodness. like, "You are not leaving my sight. Exactly. You're not like, even going to the bathroom by yourself." I was going to say that you cannot go to the bathroom. Where are you going, Mama? So Ella is absolutely like. Mommy, you are not leaving my side, and I am very okay with that. That is my partner in crime, and mom, and we are the three musketeers. And the three amigos, the three musketeers, we are back in effect and together again, now and forever. (laughs) Time for a vacation. Exactly. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) I need one like ASAP, but... But yeah, so I love you guys. I cannot wait to see everybody. We love you too. We love you, Kishki. We still have the finale on the 25th, so we'll be here and ready to do that live. And then, you know, be back shortly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Kishki. Thank you. Well, this is Candidly Kishki. And yes, we will be back next week. And next week we will have... Someone, whoever's been evicted from the house on Big Brother. So stay tuned and have an amazing weekend. Yes, say bye bye. Bye. I don't know if you can hear Ella laughing, but bye. <laughs> and we will be right back right here next Friday. Bye bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.